0: Joe show. Welcome everybody to episode number two. Can you believe it? We made it to episode number two. I'm Joe, ordinary Joe Zarno, whatever you want to call me. And I am just pumped to have you here on this, the second episode. So I started this podcast a couple of weeks ago with the hopes of just, I don't know, sharing my story, sharing some love and spreading kindness and, and inspiring uh, people, uh, hopefully with, with uh, my story and uh, my journey as I have, gone on some adventures in the last few years, and now I'm writing a book called Ordinary Joe. So uh, to recap last episode, I put in the description there and I talked a little bit about how this was uh, a two-part story called the What the Fuck Moment, and I'm excited to let you guys know that uh, today I'm going to be having a special guest on the show. Her name is Trish, and she's a good friend of mine, and uh, we're going to be talking all things... All things... I don't know, compassion and kindness and and love and community. And it all starts off with the what the fuck moment. And so, uh, if you haven't tuned into the last episode, I won't regurgitate the whole thing for you, but, uh, it basically starts out with, um, a friend of mine named Leroy, who was a homeless man who, uh, who I met in the fall of 2019. Uh, we became fast friends, uh, helped him out. And in, in the helping, in the journey, I was uh, doing some shopping for him to get him some new gear for the winter months because he he had virtually nothing. And I, I went shopping at Polo Park in Winnipeg, the Mark store there, Christmas time, super busy and met a, a young man who, who talked to me about the fact that he was also homeless. And uh, it was a very emotional moment for both of us. And uh, the man shared with me that his parents had been addicts and they kicked him out. They kicked him and his brother out when when he was fourteen and his brother was ten, and they lived in a car. And that really hit me because I realized that that what we were doing with this with this man Leroy, how we were helping him, uh, what had the potential to be life changing, not only for him but for myself as well. And after I closed off that that podcast, I realized that there was more to say, and so that's why I called it a, a two parter story. And and so the second part of this story. I think I'm going to call it the what the fuck moment turns into a holy shit moment or holy fuck, holy fuck moment, whatever you want to call it. It's a holy something anyway. And, and what that means is that, uh, uh, I, uh, was friends with Leroy for two years and spoiler, spoiler alert for those of you who don't know the journey. We lost Leroy last fall, last November, but in those two years, we had some amazing moments some real big lessons and those are some of the lessons that i want to share with you not only on this podcast but in the book too because they have been life-changing for not only myself but for my family as well and so what i learned with this with this young man who i i I have to find him somehow Uh, he he worked at polo park at the marks work warehouse or marks whatever you call it and uh, november december 2019 i've got to find this kid because, you know, like looking back on it, you know, it's a real eye-opener and it really symbolizes the journey that I was going to go on because to look at this kid, you would think that he just had the world by the tail, right? You know, he was good looking, he was well-dressed, well-spoken, helpful, friendly, all all the things. And to look at him, you know, one would probably assume that he just had everything, that, that life was grand. But clearly in his the courage that it took for him to share with me his life you know wasn't always a picnic he came from you know being homeless which is huge trauma having parents as addicts huge trauma and he dug himself out of that and you know as the old cliche goes you can't judge a book by the cover and boy is that true right because you know we sometimes have a tendency to to look at somebody and and look at you know judge their journey or make assumptions about who they are as a person or their journey just based on what we see at first glance and we know that that's not necessarily the case and the thing is with with leroy um i think people looked at him as and just saw the label homelessness and in my posts when i shared about him i often said look look beyond the label because he had this label of mental illness this label of homelessness but he was so much more than that right you know he had uh, this massive intelligence, this keen wit and and memory, like an elephant, and sharp as a tack. He was as you know the best checker player in Canada, third best in Barbados, twelfth best in the world, and and people who just judged him by what they saw on the outside were missing out on this great adventure of friendship of getting know, to know this really really amazing person, and and what what this young man in the store taught me is that not only do you should you never judge a book by the cover cliché as it is but we are all connected and we all have a story we all have we all have trauma we're united by our stories of mental health and trauma the need to be loved and accepted for who we are and i have millions of stories probably a million uh to tell you about my journey with Leroy and and meeting this young man in Marx really Symbolized the journey that i was going to go on because ever since then i started sharing the leroy story and started meeting more and more people who shared the same thing shared that they had been homeless shared that they had family who had been homeless or they had you know experiences with addiction or mental health issues or they just wanted to be seen for who they were uh, all this stuff and, and it was just amazing how sharing leroy's story brought us all together and 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 united us in our need to be loved and accepted for who we are because we all have stuff we might have the the outward appearance but that outward appearance doesn't tell the whole story and so coming up i'm going to introduce you to a friend of mine her name is trish and trish met leroy and and jumped on the the leroy journey very early on in the story and uh, she has, I think, an interesting take on the whole thing. So I'm excited to to talk to Trish here on the second episode of The Ordinary Joe Show. I'm pretty sure I'm famous now, and I guess Trish is going to be famous too. So coming up next is uh, a good discussion with Trish. So stay tuned. Coming up. Hey everybody, and we're back with The Ordinary Joe Show. My very first guest. I feel like we should have champagne or something uh, to celebrate the very first guest on the second episode of The Ordinary Joe Show. And with me here, I have my good friend, Trish. And she is a very special part of the Leroy story and the Leroy journey. Um, I met Trish a few years ago. Trish approached me about an event that she was planning to honor her daughter. And um, we became fast friends. And as you guys know, when I met Leroy, I started posting about him legitimately immediately. I took a picture of his coffee and of his, his muffin. And I started sharing the Leroy journey right away. And when I started campaigning to see if I could raise some funds to buy him some gear for winter and for Christmas, Chris, uh, Chris, Trish jumped on board right off the bat and, uh, said, yep, I'm in, let's do this. And, uh, the first thing that you did was you secured this kick-ass black winter coat for Leroy which really really saved his I think it saved his life because it was so cold that winter and it was a really really good quality jacket and ever since then ever since that moment Trish has been a really big part of not only the Leroy journey but Leroy's life as well and I know that I know that he adored you right up until the very end you're a very big big special part of his life so thanks for being my very first guest Trish thanks for having me I'm excited I'm nervous but excited to be with you yeah yeah like I mean we've been talking about the Leroy story among ourselves for two two and a half years now almost three years now and so to be sharing this journey with other people feels a little bit surreal And, uh, but I'm excited because you and I, and, and of course our other friends, Samantha have had some really great discussions, meaningful discussions, just about how Leroy's story has impacted our lives and what he's taught us. And now it's time to take that kind of that step out of our comfort zone and start sharing Mm -hmm. with our friends and family and the rest of the world too. And I, I've already told the people in the introduction of this podcast that we're probably famous now. So get ready for the paparazzi. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we're famous. So just to get started, Trish, maybe what I'll, I'll help you out here. And if you can tell us a little bit about like, when you saw my posts about Leroy and and posts about the journey, like what compelled you to, to take that big action, to get that coat for him? Like what,
1: what happened for you there? Well, um, part of my journey um, is that I also have a special needs daughter, uh, Emma. And so we've learned over the years that uh, there's so many people that reach out to help us that we always want to help back. But the other part of this, my story is that I had an uncle who um, was homeless and um, people sometimes think homeless people only come from poor households or, um, you know, low, like low income or, and they don't really understand that the, you know, it's all walks of life who can end up on the street or homeless. And so, you know, I missed some of the journey with my uncle and wishing that I could have helped him more. Um, I was quite young when he was on the street, so I wasn't able to help him, but I thought, you know, you're reaching out, Leroy needs help and, you know, I can start now and start, um, maybe breaking a little bit of the stigma that comes with homelessness.
0: Yeah, so really you're paying it forward. You learned lessons even from having having a family member who lived on the streets. You can you can pay those lessons forward and help somebody else, which is, you know, it's it's a good thing. Like it's a hard thing that you had family on the streets, but it's also good that you can take those lessons and use it to help somebody else too.
1: Yeah, there's a stigma that goes with homelessness, sorry, and um People don't understand it comes from all walks of life. And so, you know, you couldn't help but reach out to help, help with your journey. And um, it's changed us all um, knowing Leroy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you've, you've kind of touched on a couple of things, made me think of a couple of things, the stigma for sure. Right. And we've talked about that so much and, and stigma, stigma is so prevalent in many areas of our life you know, like, you know, we've talked about, you know, our special needs, you know, community. And of course I helped our Batten families and, and they suffered from, you know, people not judging their kids the way they should be. And, and so just to reach out and help people and see them pass that label and, and love them and respect everyone mm-hmm. for their, the magic inside of them is yeah. huge. And I think one of the, the first cool things that, that we were able to do with Leroy was Christmas Eve dinner. Do you remember that? And, uh, so, so I met Leroy early November and, uh, we started, we started Christmas shopping early December and that's when, when, you know, people started, um, sending me money. Basically you, you bought the coat, which was fabulous. It really helped him out. And, and other people started just sending money like crazy. And then on Christmas Eve, we decided that we were going to take him out for Christmas dinner and, uh, it was you and me and Dorota and uh, we we took him out for lunch because we got off work early and what an afternoon that was hey
1: yeah that was the first time I met Leroy or actually knew anything about him um, what he looked like who he was anything really because I hadn't stopped to ask those questions I just it didn't really matter to me I just wanted to you know make sure that he was help, you know had some help and so when you asked me for sure it was it was great we learned so much about him that night that day, that uh, for that lunch, that was really cool, wasn't it? Because, and and maybe in that
0: afternoon, and I think that that was the case for him too. That he he went from being just you know a, somebody that we were helping to a special friend, and and he was he was part of our, our club then.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he he became not just that that person that you spoke about, but he he became re- more real to me, right? Seeing him in person and eating, having a lunch with them and and just learning all more about him. So, so
0: what did, what did you, what's maybe a question is, what did you notice about him or what did he teach you from the beginning and, and throughout our friendship? Because after that, whenever I talked to him about you, you were Trish, Trish, the lady who bought the coat. And then you were Trish and then, and then of course, later on, you became a very big part of our journey because you helped support us in his final months as well. So what, what did you notice about him? What did, how did he surprise you? What did he teach you?
1: Well, you know, um, as much as he taught me, um, about just his journey and just what it's like to be on, to be without... To be homeless, um, it it was uh, he was a daily reminder to me about how precious life is and how things can change so fast from um, one day to the next, right? And and kindness and how much kindness can go a little bit of kindness can go so far to helping people um, with every, their everyday journey. He um he was a constant reminder to me that. Uh, it didn't matter, um, where you went or what you did just, just to have some kindness. Um, I mean, I think there's many things that he taught me and, um, it's just so hard to pinpoint what it was like to, to meet Leroy and, um, what, what it was like to help him Actually, he didn't. I'm not sure I helped him. He helped me more in in the journey by as a d- daily reminder, right? Um, of what life is about. That's actually a hard question, Jody, because yeah. there, yeah, because there's just so much to him that, and not just him, like everybody that's uh, you know that's homeless. Um, there is there's, there's so much of a story. And uh, we learned so much about him. I learned so much about everybody around him, and uh, and in, in turn, it taught me more about myself. Mm. Yeah, and I think
0: you hit the nail on the head that what what just even a simple kindness can do, right? And and that's where he really benefited. And mm-hmm. I think that's why he loved you so much is because it was just all about the simple kindness and seeing him for who he was, right? And you were interested in who he was as a person. You know, when we we would get together for dinner at his place and he would tell his checker stories, you know, and, you know, stories about growing up in Barbados. And, and it was interesting because even at the end when, you know, when, when I was trying to help him outfit his, his place with, with goods, he kept on saying like, I don't think he was ever interested in having like a ton of clothes or a ton of stuff for his house or anything like that. He wanted gold curtains. He he needed gold curtains, but (laughs) other than that, you know, the biggest thing for him was to have, you come over and have a visit, which is huge yeah. because so often we get caught up in the stuff, right? And
1: it's, it's the little yeah. kindnesses Absolutely. that. Yeah. I was just going to say that so much when we were there with him, you, it's sort of like you block out the whole world because it just got simple, right? You, you didn't have to worry about so many of the daily life, life things that you, you get caught up in. It wasn't about that. It was about, you know the visits and the stories and and it was just it was almost like you a breath of fresh air just to go and visit and uh, you could forget all the craziness of the world and whatever it, it was just a simple basic life.
0: Yeah, that's really true. It kind of in a way it's it was grounding for us all. Right, he he really benefited yeah. because for the first time in years he had people who were genuinely interested in who he was as a person and saw him as Leroy Adams, rather than Leroy, the homeless person, or Leroy, the person with mental health issues. He was Leroy, the checkers champ, you know, Leroy, the, the man from Barbados. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was great for him, but it was good for us too, because we, we got a taste of just the simple life and just enjoying people for their company and their stories and the value that they had inside.
1: Yeah. Yep. hundred percent.
0: And his birthday, do you remember his birthday party? Oh, the oh. cheesecake? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so I really yeah. love that yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He loved your cheesecake. So, if for our for our <laughs> listeners and our viewers, Leroy loved cheesecake. Cheesecake with strawberries and Trish made the best cheesecake. He raved about it and he always hinted around heavily that he needed more. And um mm-hmm. So his birthday was in September. And, you know, for years mm-hmm. when I knew Leroy, he would never tell me when his birthday was because he was very paranoid about people trying to do him harm. So finally he told us, he told me when his birthday was and he didn't want a birthday party because again, that paranoia played very heavily into it. So I said, well, let's not have a birthday party. Let's have Leroy day. And okay. Yeah, that would be okay. And we were going to go out for dinner, but then that's when COVID hit and things got shut down. So, we had a birthday party at his suite. And uh, I think that was the probably the only birthday party that he had had in 25 years. And uh, we showed up yeah. with strawberry cheesecake and pizza, yeah. shrimp with pizza and uh, presents. And we sang happy birthday to him. And something as simple like that, just a small celebration really was life-changing for him and uh yeah like just to be celebrated i think was a huge thing just and like you say it's very simple we we forget about that stuff right
1: yeah yeah it's it's just a very basic thing right where he that's all he wanted right he just wanted some people to visit with and some good some food and a roof over his head and he was happy he was so happy
0: yeah, he was happy that night. Like, I have a video of us uh, singing happy birthday to him, and he was he was just thrilled. And I think he ate pizza like crazy, went to town. And then didn't he say that he got up like at 1 or 2 in the morning and ate the rest of the cake? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he ate the rest of the cheese
1: that night,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he, before we left, um, he grabbed me and gave me a big hug, and he whispered in my ear, he says, that was the best night of my life. That was, that was the best night of my life. And how, how cool is that? Hey. And, and so, yeah, yeah. Like just being able to, to give him back being Leroy, not the homeless man and celebrate just simple friendships and simple recognition and, and celebration.
1: Yeah. Just that's that was, that was a really fun night uh, to be, that was, I think the first time I learned that he really liked cheesecake too that much. And so, and I have a love for cheesecake. So that was a, A little bit of a Bonnie moment, I think for me, (laughs) the cheesecake. (laughs) Yeah. And nobody made it like you, like he, he, he
0: loved your cheesecake. He was always hinting heavily that he needed another one. And uh, so, yeah, I know that he felt like a, you know, and I've said this before, but I have to say it again, that um, he really loved you. Like I, I hope that you, you always know how much he loved you. And he felt, he felt safe with you. Like you're a quiet soul and you listen to him and you respected him. And I know that he knew that you were, you were genuinely interested in in what he had to say, which was huge, because a lot of people weren't. And for 15 years, I think he felt like he was invisible. And so I know that that um, in Leroy's final weeks and months, you know, you, me and Samantha, you know, we took turns and, and being over there. And I think it's just such an honor for all of us that you were part of his journey, too, because even though he we did lose him in November, uh, his last weeks and months were spent knowing that he was really loved and he had somebody special in his life like you who really valued him and he knew that you valued him.
1: Hmm. Well, thank you and without someone though, I actually owe that all to you because without someone reaching out to him that day outside your job, um, you know we wouldn't have we, we wouldn't have been able to meet Leroy. we wouldn't have had that connection with him um, and for for you to give him that opportunity, you know, just give to give him that, that tea and that muffin and um, to see him for who he was, not just a homeless man. Right. So um, the experience and the journey, it's not an experience, but the journey that we took and um, the stories and everything else that, that is, you know, very grateful and thankful to you for even including all of us in that.
0: Yeah, it's funny how the world works, eh? And I don't even know why. Well, you know, I felt compelled to help him that day, and I felt compelled to, to, to share. But it's funny how it works. You know, it could have gone the other way. You know, I could have walked past, but I, I didn't. Yep. So, but he brought us to. He brought us all together. You know, you, me, and Samantha. Yep.
1: You know, and Dorota. Like he brought us all together. Yeah, but you know, it just takes that one person to reach out, and 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 you did that for for him and for us, and uh, it, it's you know it is certainly a life, uh, friendship and a life journey that we, you know, has has changed how even I see things today. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true. I was going to ask you like, how, how has your journey with Leroy impacted you even, even now? Yeah. You know, I, I think about him lots because sometimes when life gets so crazy and, um, he's just a really good reminder for a friend that just to slow things down, you know, it's never as bad as what, what I think it is in that moment. Step back and go, okay, I'm, I'm okay. We're healthy. We we have food on our table. Take one step at a time, and it, the rest it'll come. It'll it'll all play out. But just to be thankful for what we have, and 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 he he does. It is a, you know, I drive by his a old apartment some days and I think boy it's just like um needing to take it's like a uh, you know it's like a reminder to take a breath to to just not worry so much in life I love that I love that and he would be so proud that that
0: that you have that perspective now yeah you've taught you've taught him he's taught us some valuable lessons what a great lesson just to slow down right yeah yeah.
1: And that does sound a little, when I'm saying it out loud, I'm thinking, boy, you know, when we, we when I helped purchase the jacket for him, I was trying to help him. Um, I was, in all honesty, I was really trying to help him, but in the end, he really did help us more or help me more than I think, well, then what I helped him. Like, you know, sometimes I think, oh, that was really sort of selfish of me because he did help us and he helped me so much to see a different way of life, not a different way, but open our eyes to remind, I was like a reminder, slow down.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think we can all say that. Cause I can, I say the same thing that I said out. I thought, well, I'm doing the one that's helping. I'm I'm helping him, but he helped me more than, than I could ever help him. And, and, uh, it's funny because, uh, every time I would phone him, of course, you know, in the, I would phone him without fail every day at five thirty. And every day without fail, he would be like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And I would try to say to him, okay, dude, but, but thank you, you know, like you've done a lot for, and he wouldn't have any part of it. He wouldn't listen. (laughs) He wouldn't listen at all. Um, You know, and I would try to say like, no, you've, you've done a lot for me, but I don't think he ever really understood um, the power that he had to help other people. But, but on Mm -hmm. the same note, one thing that he really wanted to do was add value and help people. Like, and I and I honestly think, like, uh, for for the, our viewers or listeners who don't know the whole story, um, we got word in June that Leroy. We thought he was had only had a week to live at that point, and he lived almost exactly five months longer than anybody predicted. And I really think that Creator or God or, or whoever you subscribe to gave him those extra 5 months gave him that gift to be able so he could pass knowing that he helped people and that he had a a community of people who really loved and valued him. So I I love that you share that Trish because I know that he's with us now and I know he's so happy and proud that that you have those kind of feelings that he's you know he's done his job his life had value. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, he he um Definitely. I'm not sure if he realized that sometimes when he was with us, like in our conversations and with our meals and whatever, but he definitely brought so much to our lives too.
0: Yeah. And, and lifelong lessons,
1: right? Forever lessons. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, for sure. It, it, yeah. It, I, am I'm, I'm not sure it'll ever, um, ever, it'll not be one of those things I ever, ever forget. Right. It's, it's a journey. And we talk about with our kids and, um, with even with where my youngest child goes to school, we, we have stories about Leroy all the time. So, yeah,
0: it's amazing. And I bet you there's billions of Leroy stories out there, you know, because every now and then I'll run into somebody else who, who knew him when he was on the streets and, and they'll say, well, I knew him and he was so powerful. So yeah, there are so many Leroy lessons and Leroy stories out there that I think will, Uh, here every now and then which will be super cool
1: yeah that's that's the the cool thing what is with all the stories that you come back about with Leroy and you think oh he actually knew likely way more people than I knew and uh his life experiences were way more than what I've had too and it's just amazing to hear the stories and the people he reached out to and the people he touched and now we're all you know we and so many of us met just through him it's amazing the people that he brought together and then the people all
0: across you know Facebook world and Instagram world who who have been touched even just in the sharing so he's he's definitely has a team Leroy that's for sure
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes he does
0: yeah he does yeah so um anything else that you want to share Trish before I talk about our little Leroy event
1: um you know it's hard to really sum up the journey that you've had with Leroy or the, one, the ones that we've had with Leroy, but um, I think from, from talking to you, from like getting to know you and Leroy and everything, I just, you know, it is just amazing to know that everybody out there has a, their own story and their own journey. And just like anybody else, you know, whether you're on the streets or not, like Leroy, everybody has their story and um, everybody deserves to be heard. Yeah, you're right. Everybody
0: does have a story and, and somebody put it to me, right? Um, even when Leroy was still alive, they they messaged me and said that they, when they see a homeless person on the street now or somebody on the boulevards with the signs, um, they look at those people differently. So rather than just look and think homeless person or criminal or addict or whatever, they they look beyond mm-hmm. that label and see person who... Probably has one hell of a story, and probably has lots of skills and mm-hmm. talents and magic within them that nobody ever, you know, digs deep to find. So, yeah. so yeah, that's that's really a very very good point, and um, something that well, I don't think we'll ever forget. So, and moving forward to continue to honor Leroy, which I'm very excited about. Um, Trish and our other friend Samantha, we we are organizing the Team Leroy Yoga Wellness Day. And uh, if you don't know the story of Leroy, Leroy spent uh, about a year in Misericordia Hospital while our staff and we're trying to find him long term accommodations. And one thing that really helped keep him grounded and feeling positive about the world was doing yoga. Leroy was more health conscious than any of us (laughs) and more more into fitness and vitamins and supplements than anybody I know. And so to honor our friend, we are going to have this wellness day. We're going to start off with a panel discussion, and we have two very cool guests lined up uh, to talk to us about not only homelessness, but mental health. And then we'll follow it up with a a really uh, great yoga session that will focus on stretching and breathing and mindfulness and and all the good stuff. And then, of course, snacks after, because I don't organize any event unless I have some decent food. Mm -hmm. So. So so that's on Saturday. November. Yeah, exactly. We need to have cake there. That's for sure. And uh, so Saturday, November 12th at uh, the U of W RecPlex, the community gym in there. It's from 10 till noon. And uh, tickets are, are $30. And all the proceeds from this event will go to the Lighthouse Mission. Uh, it's a homeless shelter in downtown Winnipeg. And we really want to help set them up for winter and get them a bunch of good winter gear for their community. And before Leroy passed away, it was very important for him to not only help people in general, but specifically help other homeless people he he even when he lived on the streets, he would go out of his way to to help others on the streets and so we are are hoping to honor him and help other our other homeless community as well so uh we'll post the link everywhere we can, and we hope to fill the place and do some really great things in honor of our man leroy adams so Trish, thank you for being the first person to jump on the Leroy wagon because you really were. You were the first person who said, I've got a coat. I'm going to get a coat. And uh, you have been really such a a big, powerful part of, of the Leroy journey. We You did so much work supporting Leroy at the end. You were a valuable friend to him and family. And uh, I can't thank you enough. You're a lifelong friend to me, whether you like it or not. And um, thanks for being my first guest. And now we're famous, I guess. face together well
1: thank you for having me I'm not I'm not sure I'm that worthy of an interview but thank you very much and thanks for taking me along with you on all your journey yeah
0: yeah so great things to come now get your yoga pants ready (laughs) so thanks everybody (laughs) and uh yeah follow subscribe buy somebody a coffee eat cheesecake and uh, we'll see you for episode three see you later bye